didn't see you there. And welcome to another edition of Midweek Moment with the Crenshaws. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I'm joined by my best friend, my bestie, my BFF, the Selena Kyle to my Bruce Wayne. What is going, everybody? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw. What is going That's on, family? family? How you guys doing out there? What is going on? What's going on, Bay? How are you today? I am great. Thank you very much. As great as I'm going to be. You doing well? Doing well? I'm doing well. I'm doing something. You doing something? I'm doing something. So you gonna house? You gonna housekeep? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I kind of should. And we gotta thank the people for um, hanging in with this because we didn't do Friday. Yeah, we so, didn't do Friday session. Yeah. So for our first time listeners, for our returning listeners, we love you guys. Um, we consider you family. Yes, you are. Whether this is your first time listening to us, or whether you've been with us since the very first episode, we consider you family. So we thank you for being a part of this journey. Yay! However you're listening to us, whether it's on iTunes, mm-hmm. whether it's on Podbean, mm-hmm. whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Google Play Music, mm-hmm. or if you're listening from our website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com, we just thank you so much for being thank a part you guys of what we're so doing. so much. We received a lot of great feedback over the weekend. Um, if you follow us, you know that we did not release an episode Friday like we normally do. Um, typically, you can find us every Wednesday with the midweek moment. Yeah. And then every Friday with a full episode of Crenshaw Corner. This past Friday, we did not release an episode. Um, we sent out a message as far as why we were not going to. And family, as always, you guys were very supportive. You stood there with us, and we thank you for that. We do consider ourselves an interactive podcast. What that means is that you can find us on the socials. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, all in the Crenshaw Corner. And then we also have an email address. It's W. Nope. That's the web address. <laughs> email address is yeah. the Crenshaw Corner mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Once again, the Crenshaw Corner at gmail.com. And we love to hear from you. Yeah, we love you guys. You know, we had to take a moment to just kind of sit back and 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 just breathe. You know, just it it's it's a lot going on. I'm in the world, you know. With Mr. Floyd, what happened, the murder of Mr. Floyd. And we just really needed, we had nothing to say, basically. We're kind yeah. of speechless. No, nah, we were speechless. We were speechless. And we still are, even though I might say, hey, I'm great. But we are still speechless. But we are still going to forge forward. Um, pressing on. Pressing on and continue to fight a good fight because we're not giving up. No, that's what we won't We won't do. do is we're not giving <laughs> the one thing that we will never do, do, no matter how bleak it may seem, mm-hmm. we will never lose hope. Yeah, and that and that's what we are. Doesn't mean we not we don't get angry. We don't get. I mean, I was talking to Sanchez earlier, and I was just asking him. I was like, you know, like right now, everybody's mental capacity, you know, is yeah. is like right now everybody's at everybody and overflowing capacity right now. Yeah, their mental stability is shaky. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. And for a minute there, my mental stability was a little bit shaky. Was it? You know, heck yeah. I, I was, I went through a lot. I thought maybe because I was being quiet. And if anybody knows me, me being quiet is a whole lot. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't know how to do that. Um, It, it got so bad that I had pain in my neck and in my shoulder, I recall. you know, um, cause it was so stress related. And so I had to find a way I was like, I can't allow this to consume me because if it consumes me and bog me down, then I won't be able to fight a good fight. Then I won't be able to speak out. So I had to be very careful. My mind would go in places 
that it just shouldn't have went. And I just wanted to, you know, I had to find a way to come out of the hole. Now, here's here's my question. Yeah. I'm curious with hearing that. And of course, you know, I, I knew I knew there was a difference. Mm-hmm. in you. you know, I saw I'm with you every day. I knew there was a difference. I knew there was a heaviness about you. And I'm curious because you are the most centered person I know. Mm-hmm. You know, if this was a old Chinese movie, an old Kung Fu <laughs> flick, yeah, okay. you know, you would be the the ancient one in the in the village. <laughs> I don't know how to take the ancient one, but well, go ahead. I, don't, I don't mean age wise. Okay, but I'm go saying, ahead. You would be that wise one in the village that you know the 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 master sensei mm-hmm. that everyone would come to. You know, when their chi is off. Oh, they're feeling unbalanced. Right. So with everything that's going on, and like you said, you named off kind of where you were and how you've been. So how did you get yourself back to balanced, back to stable, back to a a good mental health? What did you do? I had a couple of things that I did, um, which I started doing was watching the Cosby show. Yes, I love, I love, <laughs> you know, I watch, CJ's crucial, sir, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, I love that theme song, it's one of the best yeah. theme songs ever. I started watching the Cosby show, Um, I started reading, I started anything that I could do that would keep my mind strong, because for this fight that we're about to go in this world, you need right. a strong mind, and I did not want, I, I could see myself slipping. I could see myself getting angry. I could see myself not being happy. So I was trying to find things like the Cosby show, a different world. Was it about the Cosby show? Uh, first of all, curious. just because you it? know what, just, just a happy black family doing their thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just doing their thing and being crazy and living life, you know? And I think that that, that is what I needed for, for the time that I was in just to remind me, you know, to remind me, of who we are, how how resilient we are, how powerful right. we are, how amazing that we are, and also because even on that show it was diverse, very diverse, it was very diverse. So all kind of friendships all over the yeah. world to remind me also to not to be so you know not everybody not to just be so angry and so tight you know and so it 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 i did i watched that and then like i said the different world just anything crazy just so i wouldn't feel so heavy you know the one thing i loved about the cosby show mm-hmm. is that yes it was based off of black culture mm-hmm. but it was a cultural show yeah it was a cultural show it the cosby show took time to teach you different cultures yeah teach you to be honest Mm -hmm. um anyone who knows me knows i have a love for jazz music Mm -hmm. i love miles davis i love john coltrane i love i love jazz right i love grover washington jr i got my love of jazz Mm -hmm. from watching the cosby Cosby show Show. that's why i got my love of jazz from because the the music they played the the culture mm-hmm. it was always it was always a lesson about a different culture mm-hmm. about acceptance of another culture right. about learning another culture right that's why that's actually where i started wanting to learn about cultures cultures and learn about how other people thought how other people lived right i got that from there so i can understand what drew you in to yeah that, especially during this time because like you said you have to you have to find something to gleam and hold on to yeah I've been what I've been doing to be honest. I've been going back. I'm mm-hmm. kind of like you, right? I've been going back to old cartoons. Okay, 
And maybe that's maybe that's a little childish. I don't care. Right. Who gonna check me on it? Who gonna check you, boo? But I've been going back to old cartoons. Mm-hmm. I've been going back to a simpler time for me. Right. Is what I've been doing. Right. And you know because I I went back to the days of watch it Saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. a big bowl of cereal as my mother used to say a big Jeffro bowl of cereal uh-huh for those who know Jeffro um Beverly Hill Billies google mm-hmm. it, it you'll be all right your uh-huh. it'll bless your heart uh-huh so a big Jeffro bowl of cereal mm-hmm. laying on my floor watching cartoons and just being in that moment so that's one of the things I've kind of been doing so I can understand that yeah because you know what I just I think that the anger that I was feeling was poisoning me right where my neck was hurting, my shoulder was hurting. Um, and I say this because I have so many girlfriends who have called me who had, have had anxiety attacks since this has happened, felt very depressed, felt very down. And we talked about what is it that we can do because I had to keep myself from scrolling through social media. Yeah. I want to be informed, absolutely, and I want to know what's going on, and I'm on the front lines. I'm not concerning myself. I don't have to prove that to anybody, but if I don't have any sanity, if I don't have any anything to hold me together, I can't help anybody, and that's where I started moving, saying, let me come up off that for a minute. Let me, let me take a break. Let me gather my thoughts. Let me... Yeah. Let me stop poisoning myself with this anger and hate so that I am productive as a woman of God, as a woman and as a black woman, you know. And so I had to figure out a way. What was I going to do? Because so many of my girlfriends was going down, as you call the rabbit hole. Yeah. And they had to live like I've got to get off social media. I've, I've got to stop because it's I'm a becoming dangerous a dangerous place. I'm becoming a weapon. Yeah. Because even even in times of war. Yeah. They give soldiers R&R. Right. They give them time away. Yeah. They they give them a leave to mm-hmm. go to recharge to step away. Yeah. Because if if you're not careful, you come desensitized. Yeah. To what's going on. Yeah. And that's a very dangerous place to be. So I can because I found myself doing that as well. Yeah. You know, like you said, we we joke we jokingly talk about it all the time, going down that rabbit right. hole. Right. Which in some situations can be entirely joyful and entirely fun. Yeah. Because, you know, I've, I've been that one. I'm not proud of it. But I've been that one that went down a rabbit hole of cat videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. What? There's so many different cat videos mm-hmm. on like not Instagram do this. and Don't, YouTube. You should have kept just, that one to yourself because I, I didn't even know that. But yeah, I've, I've been that person before. Right. But I've also been that person that found one post, mm-hmm. that found another post, mm-hmm. that found another post. And by the time I come out the rabbit hole, right. I'm, I'm anxious, I'm angry, yeah. uh, I can't sleep, mm-hmm. I'm sad, and so I, so you, you're hitting it right on the head. You have to be very careful of careful. what you're absorbing. Yeah, you have to be careful where and choose where you want your energy to go because I want to be effective in this time. There are so many people who have asked us to speak and say, "Hey, you know, I." I, I'm 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 not African American. I I don't know what people go through as people of color. Talk to me, help me. You know, show me. You know, I'm you know, and 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 that's the thing. So, but if I'm poisoning myself with so much anger and hate, and I don't want that to spill over to someone that hasn't done anything to me, who genuinely right. wants to know what can they do. You know, want to know how can what can they do. You know, educating them. You know, because we want to educate them so they can educate their grandmama and mama, aunts and uncles who may be racist. Right. You know, and I and 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 when you have when we because we have a responsibility when we have a platform, we have a responsibility even if we don't have a platform, even if we don't have a mic as 
as people, we have a responsibility. Yeah, whether you have a microphone in front of you or not, you have the responsibility that it's an old saying of each one teach, teach one. one. Yeah, and this is a each one teach one. You know, I was so, I think one of the things that I saw um, on the socials, as you call them, was the Amish protesting. in California were protesting, singing and protesting had Mr. Floyd's name on and said that black lives matter. Yeah. People who don't even want to be bothered with like nobody. Society. They don't society at all. They could feel they will they will like no, educate me. I'm here for you. Yeah. Let's stand together. You know, but I wouldn't be able to see that if I continue to let all the anger, rage, stress, I wouldn't be able to receive it. It was like as if I was walking around for a few days. I don't know if anybody else felt like this. Like I was holding my breath. Yeah. Um, and Seriously. Just for a second. If anyone listened to us, if you're not familiar with the Amish culture, do a little research. Yeah. Yes. They are a tight knit group. Yes, they are. They don't deal with modern, modern society. They are their own community. They are their own thing. And for them to recognize that something's wrong was powerful. So, if, like I said, if you, if, to fully understand what we're talking about for that particular part, if you're not familiar with Amish, just do a Google search and understand how they're built, and you will understand what we're talking about. For yeah. That. So, when I decide to go back to the socials, I would only go to see what areas were protesting. Right. What whoever was speaking had to say what they were pouring into the people. You know what I'm saying? Getting us together because I needed that because... It is very easy to be angry. It is very, yeah. this is a situation where, or to be desensitized, like you said. Which is also very which, dangerous. Which is, which is very dangerous because then nothing matters. Right. You know, nothing, no one matters. And I think that, so for, for when we stepped away that Friday, you know, I'm saying we're not going to do anything because literally, to be honest with you guys, we sat in our recording session. We just sat and we had nothing. nothing. And literally nothing, guys. Nothing. I looked, I looked at my wife. My wife looked at me. And we both kind of at the same time said, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. We we don't want to do it. And, and we both. And I think we went to bed. We did. Actually, I think we, we, I just, th we literally just went to bed. I did the video yeah. of apologizing to the family. Yeah. Kind of let them know what was going on. Yeah. And then we took it to bed. We just. We, we called yeah. it a day and we took it. We, we took, took it, it to bed. bed. The, the one thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, baby. You're fine. No, I'm going to say the one thing to kind of stand on the vein of mental health and, and mental breaks. The one thing I've done, though, mm -hmm. is that in the midst of everything, mm -hmm. I'm forcing myself to find joy. I am forcing myself to find something good to make you happy, to make me happy. Mm -hmm. Because the one thing about situations like this is that you have to force yourself to find something good. Yeah. Whether it's something personal for you, whether it's a family member, whether it's, you know, in our case, you know, we're, we've mentioned it before, we've been blessed with a grandson. Yeah. So seeing his face or focusing on him or, yeah. or you know, talking to his parents about how he's doing, how what's his development. Yeah. You know, doing that, I personally, my wife and I both, we have his, He's our, he's the face on our phone. Yeah, he is. So when I you see. unlock our phone, you know, the first thing we see is his, his face. face. Yeah. And so I, I, I focus on him. I focus on that. I focus on what you mentioned before is that, you know, in the midst of all of this, 
we've had some Caucasian people that we know that we've known for years, years that we love to reach out to us and say, we want to have a conversation. Yeah. We want to better understand. Um, I don't, I don't fully grasp what's going on because I've never personally experienced it. Right. And I want to know, I want to know what you go through. I want to understand what it's like being a black person in America. And to be honest, when we, I'm going to be honest, you know, this mm-hmm. is our therapy session. Mm-hmm. When we first started getting those phone calls, mm-hmm. we felt some kind of way about it. Like, why are they calling us? Like, this why, is not the time. Yeah, this is not the time. time. <laughs> this, is, this is not the time for your white guilt. Mm-hmm. And this is not the time for me to be the person to absolve you of your white guilt. Right. Because I had allowed social media and what I was seeing to taint to, me from what was going on. What was going on, yeah. But once again, my bestie, my best friend, my Selena Kyle, she said, Bay, stop for a minute. Don't respond. I need you to st- just think to stop and really look at the message. And when I did that, mm-hmm. and when I looked at it from a different lens, I realized, no, this is a good thing. Yeah. This is someone who cared enough about me. Right. Who cared enough about what I go through as a person, wanting to sit down and fully understand, to yeah. see, to have a conversation, to see what they can do. Right. And, exactly. And, and also... One thing you have to be careful of, you have to be careful. One, What's the old saying? Be careful what you ask God for. Right. Because all my life I've always been saying, well, you know, I'm willing to sit down and talk to anybody. Yep, you that's know, your I'm favorite little. That's my, that's my I favorite I can talk line. to anybody. You I know, can talk to anybody. I'll sit down and talk to a Klansman if he's willing to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. God say, okay, well, let me test you and let me see. Yeah. Because now I got people wanting to sit down and have a conversation with mm-hmm. you. Are you really willing to sit down Are and have really a conversation? Are you really willing to have it? And I, th- what I love is the fact that the ones that are coming to us is not saying like, oh, I don't see. They're like, this is injustice. This is wrong. I see it all the time. I'm fed up like you are. But I want to know what can I do? I don't want to come off, you know, as a white man or a white woman, like you said, trying to, you know, like feel fulfill my guilt because that's not what right. I'm trying to do. I want to stand alongside of you and I want to fight. And so at we had to make sure because if we kept doing the road we were going down, we were poisoning ourselves. We were. We like literally was poisoning ourselves. And, and we had to make a decision to go, uh-uh. Because it's not, it's not like us because, especially not my wife. And once again, let you guys behind the curtain. My wife and I are in a lot of ways are polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Where my wife is a social butterfly. She wants to be on the go. She wants to be involved in things. She wants to, you know, she wants to run to her running errands is spending time is fun. It's amazing. We've, we've had that it's conversation amazing. on a previous podcast. Where for me, you know, I'm more of a homebody. I'm more mm-hmm. stationary. But during this time, we found like neither one of us have wanted to do anything. anything. You know, um, my wife does her her professional thing. She she logs on at eight o'clock in the morning. She does her job, logs off at five, and we find ourselves just sitting, sitting there. Really not even talking to each other, mm-hmm. just sitting there and then calling it a day, maybe eat dinner or something and then calling it a day. And that's not our personality, especially it's, not my wife. That's not my wife's personality. It's not. Or the fact um, of just having the tenseness of him just wanting to go to Harris Teeter. Normally just go to Harris Teeter. But at this season, him going to Harris Teeter is a whole like, I try to figure everything he said on the list. I say, we don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that because I just don't even want him to go outdoors. And we can't live like that. I can't. You know, yeah, I can't. I can't be a prisoner in my own home. I can't. And actually with that, what I found out is that I 
I wasn't a prisoner in my home. Mm -hmm. I was a prisoner in my mind. Right, exactly. And that's the part that scared me the most. Yeah. Because I start becoming a prisoner of my own thoughts, Mm -hmm. a prisoner of my own mind. Because, yes, everything is crazy. Yes, there's a lot going on. Not undercutting, undermining. First of all, I'm a six, I tell everybody, I am a 6'4", 294-pound black man in America. I don't have the luxury to not pay attention to what's going on. You sure do not. I do not have the luxury of pretending like it's not happening. I do not have the luxury of negating what's going on. But what I can do is choose how I process it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to, and we're talking about mental health, is that you have to choose how to process it. Yeah. Because what I can't do, I can't take their anger and I can't take their hate and make it my anger and my hate. Because at that point, they win. And I'm too competitive to allow anybody to get over on me. We're like not that. gonna let the enemy win. Yeah. That's not how that's not what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna fight a good fight. We're going to help. We're gonna protest. We're gonna do all of that, but we're not gonna spew anger because then they win. And and and, and but the crazy part is they don't win anything our body, you know, because just from that alone, I can need you to understand, guys, what stress and hatred will do to you. Because just from that time alone, my my literally my neck and my shoulders just started hurting. Yeah. Like I couldn't turn it. You couldn't move your neck for a while. And he kept going, baby, I think that's stress. I'm like, no, I think maybe I got an ear infection. Went to the doctor, did everything now, guys. Went to the doctor this morning, 745. I'm serious about it, you know? And but I was allowing this this to take old to, to consume me basically yeah. and again like you said in my mind because the thing is to have mental stability that mental having mental stability and pulling back the reins does not mean you're not fighting a good fight does not mean you don't need to protest does not i want us to do absolutely all of that but do not ha- do not lose your mental capacity yeah don't let it consume you where it paralyzes you don't lose your sanity yeah through all this yeah through all of this because that's what that's what the enemy wants. yeah he wants you to he wants you to lose your sanity lose he wants your you to, mind he yes wants you to become unproductive he wants you to become ineffective yeah and understanding that losing your sanity throughout all this makes you ineffective yeah and that's the ultimate goal you know what did it for me what was it what got me kind of gave me a little kick in the caboose mm-hmm. and helped in me the un- caboose. Yeah, kick in the okay, caboose. Okay, great. To help me understand, okay, I have to be doing this differently. Right. So, and I've talked about this gentleman before in my life. So I have this one person that is closer to me um, than my wife, and it's my cousin. Mm-hmm. He's like a brother to Junior. me. Junior. 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 Munchie. <laughs> he hates when I call him Munchie. Mm, I would too, and I'm a grown. Yeah, he a grown, he a grown and, and he another six five, six four, yeah, he, big dude. So six, five, who yeah. is calling him Munchie? But carry Man, on, Munchie. And so we we've been having an ongoing conversation for 41 years. You know, the, the conversation never stops. So he sends me things, sends me videos. We we talk all the time. So he sent me this video to watch. Mm-hmm. And it was a clip from the Breakfast Brothers Morning Show. Mm-hmm. So if you're not familiar, Breakfast Brothers Morning Show, Charlemagne the God, um, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, they do a morning show out of New York. More, it's kind of more hip-hop culture, black right. culture, but really good show. They do really good work. Their guest on the show mm-hmm. was Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now, for anyone who's not familiar with Rush Limbaugh, um, the easiest way to describe him is that He's never really been pro-black. 
mm-hmm. throughout his career. Um, I personally have listened to Rush Limbaugh for years. Um, I have actually enjoyed listening to Rush Limbaugh. It's not that I agree with his politics. It's not that I agree with his beliefs. But I always like knowing how other people think. Yeah. I'm a huge I'm a huge believer in in knowing how people think. Mm-hmm. You better understand. Them. Yeah, know your enemy. Yeah, know know your enemy. Know your enemy. The and auto so, the auto war. Yes. <laughs> know your enemy. Know your enemy. And so he's always been. You know, he's pro Bush, pro Trump. You know, he's a he love it all. Yeah, he love it. He all. love it all. You know, he love it all. You know, you know, pro white privilege. He loves it all. And he came on. A, a black show. <laughs> Especially with Charlemagne the God. Char- with Charlemagne. <laughs> what with, in the world? With Charlemagne out of Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Come on, somebody. And he had a conversation with them. And the first thing he said was, I am disgusted by what happened to George Floyd. He said, I am disgusted by the murder and what happened to him. And he said that there's time. It's time for a change. Mm-hmm. It's time for America to truly be the great nation idealistically that it said it always has mm-hmm. been. Because understanding America the Great has always been two separate things. Mm-hmm. It's been ide- idealistically what it wants to be mm-hmm. and then what it really is. The reality. The reality of mm-hmm. it. But what it can be is the ideals of what it was based on. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that now is the time for uh, for black men, white men, everybody who considers themselves an American to come together to work towards the idea mm-hmm. of what America can be, which struck which struck which struck me, mm-hmm. because my thing is if someone like Rush Limbaugh, who has spent his entire career catering to the the white privilege, to whether he wants to admit it or not, the cake the the white supremacist, mm-hmm. the the white power who mm-hmm. who spent his entire career catering to things like that, if he can see that it's time for a change, there there has to be. Mm-hmm. You know, am I making sense? You making sense? So why can't my neighbor? Exactly. Why can't the guy next door? Why can't you know? It's one of those things that. Again, goes back to each one teach one. Each one there teach has one. to be some real conversation and there has to be some change of hearts. This is a heart. This is disease. This is a heart disease. A heart disease. You know, and, and, and it has to be, you know, this Sunday, Pastor Furtick and Pastor John Gray did, you know, did a, 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 ser- a sermon together, which was, guys, if you have a chance, go on Relentless or go to Elevation. Which one you choose and watch that. And one of the things that Pastor Furtick said, which was so amazing, he was like, guilt is not a strategy. Yes. Guilt is not a strategy. He was saying white people, Caucasian, non-African Americans, guilt is not a strategy. This is not the time to feel guilty. It's a time to move and have a strategy and stand together and stop Stop well, Stop the violence. Stop it all, you yeah. know? And it was one of those things was like, whoa, you know? So who am I to sit here and be angry and mad making myself sick when I need to be strong enough to help and be a solution? Yeah. So that's when we say, get your mind right. As people say, stay woke. Yeah. Get your mind right. Get your full gear on. And 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 don't let this, this hatred and this anger consume you. Use the energy. Choose where you want to use your energy. Because, and understand, because you're going to have to be one of those people 
that somebody's going to come to to have a conversation. Yeah. And you can't go in being the stereotype. Right. You can't go in being the negative projection of what they already think a black person may be. Well, let me let me, let me say, you can go in if you want to. That's your choice. However, is it beneficial? I like that. I like that. Right? Is like it that. beneficial? Will you be able to convey your message? Because right. one thing that you always tell me when I'm talking fast because I'm so mad, you be like, babe, but nobody's going to receive that. You tell me, baby, ain't nobody, you, 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 you come in, you going in hot, baby. Ain't nobody receiving that. But when you, because we, this is the time to listen to one another. And I mean, really listen, babe, to one another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the time that if you have a, because what, what you want to do is have that person. Cause one thing Pastor John Gray said, he was like, okay, two uh, African-American guy dates a white girl and they go home together and the immediate family, the mother and the father's cool with it. Right. But he said, but how about your grandmother and the grandfather how about your uncle and your uncles and the cousins? Because see, this is a whole generational thing. This is just not one thing. And so to educate one and change their mind, they have the capability to go home into their families and change their mind, yeah. you know, cause it, it, this is, this is what it's going to take. This is, a 22-year-old college student, born of privilege, mm-hmm. having to go home. And when I say born of privilege, I'm not even talking about financial. Financial, that's right. Having to go home and sit down with his 68-year-old grandfather mm-hmm. and have a conversation with him on why his beliefs are improper. Or the jokes that they make around him. I don't I don't think that's good. There's a, there's a time to speak out, you know? Yeah. Like, Granddaddy, I don't think that's a cool joke. I don't think that's funny. Yeah, because under- that's wrong. That's hurtful. Yeah, because understanding, and we said this a little earlier, you don't have to have a microphone to affect change. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a podcast or a radio station or music or be a celebrity or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You don't need any of that to affect change. Mm-hmm. Having the conversation with your family member that's right. that you know no. is, and this goes both ways. Yeah, it does go both ways. Because right now the conversation we're having is a conversation we're having not only to the white community, mm-hmm. but to the black community as well. Mm-hmm. When you know that you're teaching hate yeah, on whatever that looks like. For you and for your you, family. For you and your family. It doesn't have to be that you're teaching hate against a color, mm-hmm. but if you're teaching hate. About for in anything, for anything. Anything. We need to start having different conversations. Yeah, we have to. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. We we have to. You know, we love you guys and we thank you. I mean, we've been just sitting, trying our best to come up out this rabbit hole and Sanchez say that we yeah. place ourselves in for my neck to stop hurting and for me to stop hyperventilating every time he goes to Harris Tita and trying to let him not go to the store for him not to go down a rabbit hole and be angry and sad and mad and and all of those things it's real that mental control is real and we love you so much and we're just asking you to remember you have a choice what you want to put what you want to hear you have a choice of what you want to say you have a choice of where you want to put your energy and right now we need all of your energy to fight yeah we need your energy to fight in an effective way in an effective way and so we can end this it may not happen overnight it's one conversation one protest 
one situation, one person, one thing at one time. But what I do know for sure is we're going to win. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to win. I'm not even going to even. No, we're going to win, you know. So you pray for us, family. We'll pray for you as we continue to move. Pray for the Floyd family and every family out there before and after him. Because we need this. This is enough is enough. Yeah. So, babe, what is your final thought? I just like what Pastor Furtick said. Guilt is not a strategy. We need a strategy. We need to come together and put a strategy together like a real army and in, 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 in this. Right. I like How about that. you? My final thought is that don't imprison yourself. That's yeah. my final thought. Mm. Be careful on what thoughts you hold on to. Yeah. Um, you have to understand that the brain is a, is a human sponge. It absorbs information mm. at a rapid rate. So be careful of the information that you're allowing your brain to absorb. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not careful, you will imprison yourself. Mm -hmm. So that will be my that will be my closing thought. Yeah. Guys, we love you guys. Well, family, we thank I you. I hope we made some type of sense or uh, I don't know. Yeah, if it may be one that you have to listen to a couple of times. Try I'm, to figure out I what. Know, I know there's some nuggets in there. Somewhere. Yeah, you may have to dig a little bit, but there's some nuggets yeah, in there. Yeah, but we love you guys but so family, much. We love you. Um, once again, we thank you however you're listening to us, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Google Play Music, whether it's on our website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Yeah. Um, we thank you um, for following us on thank our social guys. platforms. Yes. We're on Twitter. We're we on tweet. Instagram. We tweet. We're on Facebook, all on the Crenshaw Corner. Um, for the emails, keep having them come in. Keep thank you for the emails. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Crenshaw Corner um, at gmail.com. Once again, the email address is the Crenshaw Corner at gmail.com. And family. Welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.